check, 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 check. Episode 126 of YFT. Is Wells wearing eye patches right now? Yes, because crow's feet. Also on a two-day hangover. Is he on his second cup of coffee? You know it. Is he going to have explosive diarrhea in the middle of this episode? Potentially. Is Brandy late again to record? Most definitely. Let's call her up. Nope, she's not there. I'll carry the show myself. All right, real quick, while we're waiting for Brandy, uh, can we talk about Article real quick? Article Furniture, have you, you guys know about it? It's the best. Dude, they combine the curation of a boutique furniture store with the comfort and simplicity of shopping online. Their team of designers focuses on beautifully crafted pieces, quality materials, and durable construction. They're dedicated to a modern aesthetic of mid-century Scandinavian industrial and bohemian designs. I've got these outdoor chairs from article. By the way, we were all sitting on them around the fire pit for our uh, Halloween party the other night. Everyone was talking about how much they loved them. And I was like, oh, really? Well, go to article and uh, you're welcome. They got fair prices. You can save up to 30% over traditional retail prices. Article is able to uh, keep their prices low by cutting out the middleman and selling directly to you. No showrooms, salespeople, no retail markups. And here's the deal. Fast, affordable shipping is available across the U.S. and Canada and it's free on orders over $999 and a 30-day return policy with simple returns and exchanges. So Article is offering our listeners out there $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. Here's how you got to do it. Go to article.com slash YFT and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash YFT to get $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. Listen, the holidays are coming around, all right? That means family's going to be coming around your house and they're going to be judging all your furniture. Not, not to like terrify you, but it's true. Go to article.com. All right, YFTers. I mean, there's a lot of sleep hacks out there. We were actually talking about noise machines earlier, but there's also like no snacking at night, yoga before bed, meditation. I try to do that. Instead of trying them all, you can immediately transform your sleep with Bowl and Branch. We're talking about the best-selling sheets ever. Incredible on night one and only get softer with every single wash. Brandy and I love Bowling Branch sheets. I truly do. I just got home from being gone for like two weeks and there's just nothing better than getting in my own bed with my cozy, cozy bedding. And for me, that is my Bull and Branch sheets. They are made with the finest 100% organic cotton and are completely free from toxins. They feel so buttery soft, but they're so breathable at the same time. And they're perfect for the summer months ahead where it's a bit toasty out. Plus, they offer a 30-night worry-free guarantee so you can wash, style, and sleep in their sheets for an entire month. And if you don't love them, you can send them right back. That's right. Sleep better with the softest, most breathable bedding from Bowl and Branch. Get 15% off your order when you use promo code FAVORITE at bowlandbranch.com. That's Bowl and Branch, B O L L A N D B R A N C H.com. Promo code FAVORITE thing. To trick or treating was weird, though, right? Well, we had trick or treaters, but we just had a giant bowl. It's kind of like a robbery. It's like, take what you need and leave. Just take the money and go. Or try to save the elderly. All right? Just take the Reese's that you want and go. Okay? We don't want any trouble from you trick-or-treaters. Oh, Brady's here. Let's do it. Hello. Oh. What up? Under eye patches? Oh, yeah. I'm so impressed. I'm going to watch Crow's Feet, yo. 
Are you still hungover from Halloween? It's not a two-day hangover, but I just feel so fat. All right, so I'm just I'm saying it right now, and I want to be held accountable by you and all the YFTers. Your boy is about to start. I don't know what we want to call. It. I'm getting fit. Mm-hmm. The COVID nineteen is coming off. Okay, mm-hmm. we're getting back down to fighting weight. We're gonna look good for what? Don't know. Actually, I do know. I think Sarah and I, because Sarah's birthday is coming up, by the way, thirtieth birthday. Ooh, oh yeah, she's a Sag. Yeah, I don't like, she says that too, I'm a Sag. It sounds so much like Vag that I don't like it. <laughs> yeah, I love a Sag though. So do I. I just don't like the word, I'm a Sag. <laughs> you know? No. I think we're going to do something fun, like go you know, sit on a beach somewhere. Where, I don't know. How, don't know. I think you can technically go to Mexico. I just don't know if, like, Sarah should go to Mexico. Fair. I don't know. We're going to do something. Something where there will be a... I'm going to be in a bathing suit, and people are going to have to see my body. So, you know what? (laughs) New Wells, November. Here we go. Oh, okay. I like that. I'm currently on an intermittent fast. Do you know anything about intermittent fasting? I can't say I've ever tried it, but I have a friend. We should get him on the pod if you're into it. He's like all about it. He's like a health guy. People live by it. And so basically what it is, is like you don't eat for between like, I think like 16 and 24 hours. Yeah. So you and you have like a window. The fact that I'm like telling people and I have no idea what I'm talking about is interesting. But like, so I think I'm going to do that. I mean, I'm so I'm going to have like my last meal by seven o'clock. Wow. Or like maybe like seven, seven thirty. And then I'm going to try to intermittent fast four days out of the week. Won't start eating until like one or two or do a whole 24. Is that crazy? Okay, here's my thing. Okay, so Rye actually was doing this for a hot minute. I think his mom was doing it too. They say, who are they? I don't know. But they say breakfast is the most important meal of the day. Yeah, I don't know. That totally contradicts intermittent fasting principles. You know why it's called breakfast? Is because you're breaking yeah, you your, break fast. your fast. And yeah, maybe your last meal needs to be earlier. I think that's probably the key. Fair, but also there are no rules, Brandy. I can still have <laughs> eggs Benedict, bacon, sausage, fucking a side yeah. of heart disease at two in the afternoon. You can. You don't have to do it at nine a.m. when you wake up. You're right. I'm doing that. I'm gonna get fit. It's all happening right here in the in the belly area. So I got to shed that. I think, I think it happens when you get old. Fuck, I know. I'm wearing uh, fucking eye patches right now. I'm talking about belly fat. It's not good. <laughs> not. We need to say this on the front end. We are recording this oh, yeah. before the election. Mm-hmm. Okay? Today is the second. This episode will come out on the fourth, which, by the way, we're not going to know who the new president is by the fourth. That, that is my prediction. I think I don't, I don't think so either. Yeah. Our producers are like, don't make sure you tell everyone so they'll get mad at you, which is fair because everyone's so sensitive. I don't think we're going to know. I don't know if we're going to know till like Christmas time. That's insane. You know, yeah. Well, I don't, nothing would surprise me anymore, Brandy. Nothing. I don't think we'll know the day of or the next day. Yeah. I, I think they'll I think they'll draw this bad boy out as long as they can. Oh man. I don't know who they are, but exactly. they will do it. They're the same people that say breakfast is the most important meal today. Yeah. They're those people. <laughs> gotta love gotta love them. We toiled with it and, and I guess we, we need to talk about it, but because of the election, I just first of all, I love how the bachelor just is just programming around any competition. They're like Monday night football, fuck it, do it on Tuesday. An election? That could change the entire course of human history in America. Fuck it. Let's move it to Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> so we don't have Bachelor talk. What do you want to do? Do you want to 
do like a special episode or do you just want to have just double down next episode? I don't I'm kind of open to either. I just don't want to edit two episodes in one week. Yeah. So So maybe we just double down next week. Yeah. 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 Uh, I don't know. You guys tell us what you think, I guess. Could DM us. Mm. Yeah, if you guys are like super desperate for a bachelor recap by yeah. like Thursday or Friday, I guess, let us know. Yeah, we'll do it. You can always just go on Instagram live too and recap. That's true. Just watch my stories. I'm sure I'll make fun of it and then it'll be the same thing. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Which, by the way, I've been seeing that Bennett for Bachelor is getting a lot of traction these days. A lot of traction. I'm just always right, Brandy. That's the thing. Mm. I knew Bennett. I knew Bennett was going to be a big player this season. Love him. He's just such a standout, and there aren't many other standouts, like as far as like a big character, a big personality and, you know, character. Fair enough. Well, do you want to start the show? Oh, yeah, we should probably, probably start the show. Let's do it. You or me? I think it's you. Bros and hoes. You're listening to your favorite thing podcast with Wells and Brandy. Want to go ahead and start the show with my favorite costume of the year, which was... Was it your own? No. It was Jane and Tarzan, but like dead Jane and Tarzan, where Tarzan just wasn't wearing a fucking loincloth. He was just like, (laughs) dick out, let's roll, baby. This is what Tarzan would have done. He would have had his dick flip-flopping around. I know that he's wearing a loincloth, but in the picture you posted, it just looks like he's fucking naked. I know. Well, that's why the caption had to be that I was acknowledging that he was wearing one. What's insane is we took like 55 photos, of course, and that was the one I liked the best. Yeah. And it was the only one where he looked naked. How does he feel about it? Because I know that he's got kind of like a weird attitude towards social media in general. So how does he feel about one? You're kind of like making him now this Instagram model. And then two, now like thousands of people are seeing him in a very, very like he went from no social media presence to like his dick might be out. We're not really sure. Like it's gone (laughs) so far from left to right. Oh, my God. Well, okay. so originally he was like when we came up with the Jane and Tarzan idea, which I got to be honest, Olivia Caridi was the one that came up with the Jane and Tarzan idea. So shout out Olivia. Um, He was like, oh, yeah, love it. And then when I showed him what costume he had to wear, he was like, oh, (laughs) Yeah. And then when it came in the mail, he was like, oh. Oh. <laughs> and he was like, um, I don't know. Like, can you like go out and find me like some more clothes to wear with this costume? And I was like, no, this is the costume. Yeah. Like this is the this is it. At first I thought he was gonna be a little insecure about just wearing that around. But then he was like, you know what? If you give me some makeup so I can like put some dirt and mud over my body, I'll feel better about it. Mm-hmm. And so we did that. We just like and then I think I think doing like the dead version of Jane and Tarzan helped too because he got to like put a bunch of stuff on his face or whatnot, yeah. uh, and made it more of like a costume. And he was owning it; like he wore it all night long. Did you have like a small little quarantine party? I did. There was probably like eight to ten of us. Yeah. Over here, including us, which was nice. It actually, you know me, I usually love throwing a big party, but it actually was kind of nice just having our close friends over here and having it be more intimate. Like in the beginning of the night, he was like, so so we wear the costumes all night. And I was like, oh, yeah, all night. You can't take it off. Tallinn. He really owned it. He was working it. He, and he, I like gave him photo approval and he was like, post it. Yeah. Wow. All right. He was all about it. This is ignorant, but it's a real question. Is Halloween big in South Africa? No. This So technically, this was his first Halloween. Really? I don't think many places besides the U.S. celebrate Halloween. Okay. I think this is an American holiday. Fair enough. Everyone from fucking different countries listening, 
you're missing out on the best goddamn holiday that we got. Yeah, because I remember being in the UK one year on Halloween with Miley, and she and I dressed up. We were staying in a hotel there, and we were we dressed up as a devil and an angel. Mm-hmm. Of course, I was the angel. Yeah. And we were, like, running around the hotel. No one else was dressed up. Weird. No one had on a costume. Everyone was just, like, having dinner per usual down there in the restaurant. And, and we were sitting down there, and, like, everyone was staring. We were like, it's Halloween, yo. Dude. I just don't think it's a thing anywhere. That sucks. It sucks for everyone else because one, it's the one holiday. If you're a single man, Halloween's the best because girls are just dressed up like so naked, basically. Just the (laughs) best. And then everyone gets trashed and like stays in character generally throughout the night, which gets Uh funnier. There's a bunch of candy around. You get to like kind of weirdly like intermingle, not this year so much, but like weirdly intermingle drunkenly with children, you know? We're like, what are you? What? Oh, you're a ghost. Super creepy when you say it like that, but yeah. I like kids, and I like talking to kids, and I also like love like uh, kids are fucking weird, bro. Like, there's the kids who like want to be Iron Man and want to be Wolverine and want to be Superman, like the the normal thing. And then there's kids who are like, I want to be a Kleenex box, and you're like, what? <laughs> Where did you come up with that? You know, <laughs> my nephew wanted to be French fries. <laughs> That's a great costume. Dude, they Love nailed it. they nailed it. And I was like, French fries. And, you know, my sister-in-law was like, he fucking loves French fries. And I was like, listen, I get it, dude. I get it. <laughs> but I'm I would never think that. I never here for my costume idea. I know. But kids are like that. They're like, what's your favorite thing? You know? And <laughs> Kleenexes. All right, let's do it. <laughs> Here's Tarzan himself. Do you have any words for the... Wife tears about your costume. Oh, P.S. He shaved his face. I have to warn everyone. He looks like a completely different human being. Oh, wow. Hey, buddy. I'm not a huge fan. Bring Tarzan back. Oh, I like it. Does this work? I like it. I like it. Thank you. So you approve. I approve of this, but I'm also listening. I can't grow a beard because I grow facial hair like a seven-year-old Hispanic boy. I just want you to be more like me. But I will say this. You look great and also well done on the costumes, my man. Yeah. Yeah, it looked good. It was sexual, and but tasteful. Just a little bit sexual, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it Wait. was very, very little in terms of costume. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Brandy was saying that like you guys don't really do Halloween in South Africa. We don't really. You know, as kids, you, you kind of throw on whatever you can find. Yeah. Make yourself look kind of scary and then go ask for sweets and chocolate and stuff. We don't really celebrate it like the way the Americans celebrate it. The American. Uh, so now that you had your first kind of like American Halloween, what what are your thoughts? Love it. I'm glad that you got like a good traditional American Halloween where everyone had to get dressed up slutty, you included, which was beautiful. Take a lot of <laughs> pictures and get drunk. That's America right there. Loving it. Loving. <laughs> if that's if that's the way it works here, sign me up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, well, I'm going to let you have Brandy back. Okay. Well, thanks for the chat. Good catching hey, up. Hey, well, this is what we're going to do. We're going to do a poll on the YFT Instagram of a picture with facial hair and without facial hair, and we'll let the people decide what's better. Yes. Okay. Yes, please. please. <laughs> I love that. Because I like it. Some people say she doesn't like the clean shaven face because now I kind of look a little bit younger than her again. Yeah. No, so. you say that. <laughs> no, no one else says that. I kind of agree. <laughs> See you, buddy. Literally.
only you. I mean, he does look a lot Love younger. It. No, yeah, nothing me. Look at these Tish the Dish jeans I've got going on. You are doing good. You're entering like a new phase where like you're getting thinner without working out. And it's, yeah, it's, it's annoying. I, I'm entering in fucking no food November and trying to, you know, really turn back the, the hands of time. And you're over here just living Tish jean life. But I will say I like the no beard. That's because you can't grow a beard. Yeah, I know. I said that. You couldn't hear because you changed headphones. <laughs> Enough about your Halloween. Oh, my God. Seeing the DeLorean in your driveway yeah. was everything. Dude, people are, have been asking, did you rent a DeLorean for Halloween? The answer is yes. And then they ask, was it worth it? And I say, absolutely. <laughs> it like, I mean, could you, it just, could you imagine that photo without the DeLorean? Would, would, wouldn't have worked. Absolutely wouldn't, wouldn't have, worked. have worked. Which, by the way, like, shockingly easy to rent a DeLorean that looks exactly like the one from Back in the Future. All right? <laughs> Do, well, you do live in L.A. True, true, true. So I went online. And I just typed in like rent a DeLorean. One popped up and they gave me a quote for like 600 bucks for it to come and like we can fucking play around on it. And then I found Did a you drive it. No, I couldn't drive it. Oh, it doesn't really go into the future. You know, so I don't really know <laughs> if I need to drive it. It doesn't. Give me a refund. <laughs> and then I, then I found another website and then I pit the people against each other and I got into like a bidding war with them. Shockingly reasonable to rent a DeLorean for the night. That's all I'm saying. And that's one of my favorite things in the world. But this one was amazing. Like, they had everything was in it. They even had the hoverboard in it. I don't know if you noticed that. They had a hoverboard in it. Yeah, I saw that. Mm -hmm. So anyways, yeah, it's really... And then I felt so bad because this is the one year that, like, you can't have kids come into the driveway, basically. Like, we just had, like, our bowl of candy outside. And all the kids wanted to fucking play around in the DeLorean now to be like, hey, listen, guys, COVID. Stay back. All right. Stay over there. Do not touch. Would you say that this photo, this Halloween Instagram post got more likes than any other? Was it like the biggest? Oh, I don't know. I haven't gone and like looked at the likes. I was trying to decide if I thought it was the best or not. What was like your second choice for best? Well, I have different ones. Like obviously Stranger Things was a big one because that's how like we kind of announced that we were dating. So like that one mm -hmm. probably just got a lot because everyone's like, what the fuck's going on here? And then in terms of cleverness... Taco Bell was the best. Loved Taco Bell. Took people a second to figure it out. But once they got there, like, oh, shit, that's good. Um, and also, like, my tits look great as Bell. I think, like, makeup-wise, last year, David Bowie and Freddie Mercury was mm -hmm. so good. That was the one that was the most spot on in terms of nailing it. This mm -hmm. one, I rented a fucking DeLorean, though, so I don't know, man. I thought, like, the posts that you guys put up this year literally looked like like still shots from a movie set. Oh, we got the ring light out there. Nick Vial was here. My brother was taking pictures and I was like, give Nick the fucking camera. All right. This man knows how to take a picture. And so he was out there just like art directing us. He was like, look over here, but like look down and like oh, sucking your chin. And I was like, thank you, Nick. This is what I needed. Oh my God. Look, fa favorite holiday. Hands down. Oh, absolutely. Durr. Now we got to get through these other freaking holidays. You got any fave things? I got some fave things. Do you? Please tell me that you started watching The Third Day. No, what's that? Do you even listen when I talk? I talked about it last week. It's oh. the HBO series with Jude Law. Oh, no, I. Uh, you're right. I didn't. I wanted to start watching it. But there's also part of me that's like, well, Brandy's already on this. I need to go watch something else. So, like, we're not, like, talking about the same thing. Okay, that's fair. But you do need to watch this show because it is so good. Have you finished Third Day or is it like, is it like. Yes. Okay. 
And it's amazing. Amazing. And it actually got better. I mean, the whole idea intrigued me. It's like an island and there's a cult and creepy things are going on and like blood and guts and murder. Oh, I love it. At the storyline at the very beginning, like I was like, I was like, I don't really know what's going on, but I like it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then you get to like episode three and it's introduced a few new characters and you're like, I'm still, I still don't really know what's going on here, but I really like it. And then there's only six episodes. So by the time you get to episode five, you're like, holy shit, this is it's all connecting and it's amazing. I loved it so much. And it's, I don't want to ruin it. So I won't tell you how it ends or anything, but the ending was just like, I didn't really know what to expect for an ending, but it wasn't the way it ended. And I, which I love that it, I just didn't expect it. I don't know. It's so good. The acting's great. And I watched the, um, at the end of the series, they show you like a, a behind the scenes, like making, you know, making the episodes or whatever, like they do for Game of Thrones and just seeing how they shot it, the different color schemes for like the first couple episodes and then why they changed it and made it warmer for the second view or whatever. Like it was just like goes in depth about all that like art creative direction behind the scenes was amazing. Highly recommend. Okay. <laughs> all right, Brandy. Yeah. We have ads. <laughs> yeah. And I think this might be my favorite ad that we've ever gotten to do. Um, it's definitely the most on brand. Definitely the most on brand. So in the ad, the information the company sent us, the opening line, suggested line for, do you have a butthole? This ad's for you. What? It's like Wells wrote it himself. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it's so good. Anyways, we've talked about this before. You know, you go to the bathroom, you wipe your butt with toilet paper. You're not really getting clean. We, yes, we live in the greatest country in the world, but I tell you what other countries have on us. If you've never traveled abroad, you will learn that every country, for the most part, they all have bidets in their bathroom. And if you don't know what that is, you haven't lived, sister. It's basically a wonderful stream of water right to your butt, okay? And it cleans you up so much better than what we've been doing in the past. When you go over to Europe, there's a bidet in every hotel room. Yeah. It's everything, especially as a girl. When you're on your period, it is life. And like when you go to Europe, like generally like a bidet is like this whole other th contraption next to a toilet. But yeah. our buddies over at the Hello Tushy figured out how to put a bidet right on your toilet seat for just $79. I feel like bidets are usually so expensive. Yeah. But Hello Tushy cleans your butt precise laser focused accuracy stream of water right to your cornhole and i'm telling you what it's an amazing feeling the best part about this is it requires no electricity or additional plumbing it's super easy to install and I love this. It cuts toilet paper use by 80%. Yep. So the Hello Tushy bidet pays for itself in a few months because you're not buying as much toilet paper. Also, you're saving the forest. Mm -hmm. Love. Exactly. And you're really cleaning yourself better. Like, let's be, let's be fair. You're a disgusting monster if you have been using normal toilet paper. Here's the deal. Join millions of happy Hello Tushy customers right now and have a clean butt with every flush. So go to hellotushy.com slash YFT to get 10 percent off special offer for our listeners go to hellotushy.com slash yft for 10 percent off plus every hello tushy bidet attachment comes with a 60 day risk-free guarantee and a 12 month warranty just go to hellotushy.com slash yft to get your own this is my favorite ad we've ever done mainly because oh, yeah. I, I really do use this well sometimes twice a day uh it's amazing but the fact that the opening line they suggested for was, do you have a butthole? This ad's for you. You only poop twice a day. You poop more than twice a day? Sometimes three. Whoa. 
concerned about they you. They say you should poop after every meal. I'm a twice a day guy. I mean, sometimes I don't I'll know who they are, but you know. Yeah, exactly. There's, there's they is again. All right, Brandy, holidays are right around the corner. Obviously, the world's going to look a little bit different this year. We're not be able to go kind of like two stores and shop. So everyone's going to be doing online shopping. And if you've got nieces and nephews or kids that you got to buy for, I've got a suggestion for you. I've got nine nieces and nephews. Whoa. So I have been obsessed with KiwiCo. Have you heard about this? Tell me about it. All right. So KiwiCo delivers hands-on science and art projects for kids all ages. Everything needed to spark curiosity, kindle creative thinking, which makes KiwiCo the perfect gift. And here's the deal. Like I always get like my nieces and nephews, what I think are their cool gifts or whatever, but these make them smarter. I need them to be smarter because the world is ending and this is the future generation that needs to... We need these kids to save us, okay? And that's why I've been getting them KiwiCo stuff. You're not wrong. I actually have a lot of friends with kids in like the one to two-year-old range. And then you can only get them so many clothes. So this is a great idea. My nephew, Will, he engineered a walking robot. He's like a like 11. He made a walking robot. My other nephew, Tyler, was conducting like a bubbling chemistry experiment where I was like, all right, Tyler, get it, but also don't turn into Breaking Bad. All this stuff is super cool. It keeps them super engaged. They love it. This is something that everyone's going to want to give the kids in their life for the holidays. So again, you got to go check out KiwiCo. They're redefining learning with hands-on projects that build confidence, creativity, and critical thinking skills. There's something for every kid or kid at heart. You don't have to be a kid. You can be an adult. Do these, by the way. Get 50% off your first month plus free shipping on any crate line with YFT at KiwiCo. Dot com. That's 50% off your first month at kiwico.com and the promo code is YFT. Yep, there's no commitment, so you can pause or cancel at any time. Start a new holiday tradition with KiwiCo. Have you seen The Queen's Gambit? No. Dude. What's that? It's on Netflix, and we started it yesterday, and we almost finished it. Oh, wow. Here's the tagline. Orphaned at nine, prodigious, introverted Beth Harmon discovers and masters the game of chess in the 1960s. But child stardom comes at a price. The Queen's Gambit. I know that sounds boring. (laughs) (laughs) It's about chess spells? Really? It starts out with this little girl whose parents die in a car crash, and then she becomes an orphan. And she goes to this orphanage where they're, for some reason, like, drugging these kids. They're giving them tranquilizers, I guess, so they don't, like, act up or whatnot. And these drugs, like, are doing some weird shit to this girl, messing with her mind. And then she, like, befriends the janitor in the basement who, like, plays chess. And turns out she's a fucking genius. And she's nine years old, just absolutely just so good at chess. She finally gets adopted, yada, 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 and kind of living with this family who's, like, kind of hard up for cash. And she's like, I really want to enter in these chess tournaments. And in 1960s, first of all, women, I guess, didn't play chess. And second of all, it's not ladylike for you to go enter a chess tournament. You know, you should be, the 1960s, like, she should be cleaning the house and pruning the rose bushes, all that kind of misogynistic bullshit from the 60s. Anyways, turns out she's a fucking badass. It's so good, but she's got some demons because she's, like, a little bit addicted to these weird pills that they were giving her in the orphanage and the pills are kind of like it's a little bit of um performance enhancing drugs we're not really sure like they kind of fuck her up and like she can like see moves and it's crazy the girl is uh ann taylor joy she was in split i don't know if you if you watched that no i didn't see that really good she was in the witch and then also in it which is like wait what thomas brody sangster 
who was the little boy in Love Actually, like the cute little kid in Love Actually, and now he's all grown up and for some reason dressed up like a chess-playing Indiana Jones. It's confusing, but it's phenomenal. Anyways, I know it sounds nerdy to be like, it's a, mo it's a show about chess players, but it's very, very interesting. The Queen's Gambit. Also, it's getting, it's like, was like number one or number two on Netflix, like in America yesterday. So like, it's not just me. Really? Yeah. It's getting great reviews. Everyone's loving it. So anyways, check it out. I think you like it. Okay. Sounds good. Yeah. We need something new. Have you seen the Netflix film, Rebecca? What's that about? I hate using the word remake, but it is. It was a film in 1940 that Alfred Hitchcock directed. Okay. That film was adapted from a novel. So this is like the new age version of it, but it's still like when you watch it, it's still like set in the 1940s. It starts in Monte Carlo and then it's like all in Europe or whatnot. But anyway, the synopsis is a young newlywed arrives at her husband's imposing family estate on a windswept English coast and finds herself battling the shadow of his first wife, Rebecca, whose legacy lives on in the house long after her death. Ooh. Yeah, that's like an okay synopsis. So basically, I loved it so much. It's honestly one of my favorite things I've watched in so long, and I never did see the Hitchcock version. So I might try to go back and watch that, but exceptional cast. Arnie Hammer plays the like hot lead, guy, the guy, the also, rich guy. By the way, coolest fucking name in Hollywood. Oh, yeah. Army, your name is Army Hammer? I know, it's he's hot. He's still so hot. You're not allowed to be ugly if your name is Army Hammer. You have to have <laughs> a at least a seven-inch wang, flaccid, oh if your name is Army Hammer, okay? Imagine having a micropene and your name was Army Hammer. And oh like girls well, would be like, more like, more like Army Screwdriver. Continue on. He plays Maxim DeWinta. He's like the rich dude whose wife, whose wife passed away or whatever. Yeah. Then you got Kristen Scott Thomas. Do you remember her? No. Oh my God, she's been in so many things. She was in The Horse Whisperer forever ago. Oh. Uh, she plays the like villain character, Mrs. Denvez, who's like his housekeeper. Mm -hmm. And um, and then Lily James plays the lead female. Do you know who she is? Yeah. Okay. And then you, and she's so stunning. And then you also have Sam Riley, wow. who's in it for a hot sec. Oh, Anne, Anne Dowd. Do you know who she is? No. Oh my God. She's um in uh, Handmaid's Tale. She's like the the leader of the handmaids that treats them all like shit. Okay. Stellar cast. So it starts out, they're in Monte Carlo and Lily James's character, she plays female companion or some shit to Ann Dowd's character. And Ann Dowd's character is like this super rich, super terrible, obnoxious, old, lonely woman who's basically paying Lily James to hang out with her and be her servant because she's old and alone. So it starts out like that. And then, of course, Lily James, like, runs into Mr. DeWinta and everyone tells her, like, it's almost like a Cinderella sob story. Like, oh, you're not in the same class as him. Like, he'll never, like, you know, stop trying or whatever. And, of course, they fall in love. Um, so that's how it begins. And then he takes her away to his estate. And then, of course, like, you, the, the whole thing is that his ex-wife is apparently, like, the most beautiful and everyone was obsessed with her and everybody loves her and everyone treats Lily James like shit and basically says, like, you'll never measure up. And then, you know, there's talk of, like, the Rebecca's ghost and it's, like, a whole thing. And then, I don't know, I don't want to ruin it. It's just so freaking good. I really loved it. All right, so it's, it's Disney. Is it? I'm, no, I'm just saying, like, it's a oh. princess and a prince. Oh, yeah. It is. It starts out that way, the first half, and then it, like, takes a turn and gets, like, kind of scary. Yeah. When she's, like, in the estate is creepy as hell. It does take a turn, like a darker turn. Okay. So it's good. Love it. I watched a kind of, like, fun, silly movie last night called Love and Monsters. Have you heard of that? No. It's the kid from Maze Runner. Oh, I never saw that. Is that good? I don't know. If you're 12, it's great. I don't know. You know it's, it's, 12. Oh, there. 
Dylan O'Brien is the main guy. It's kind of similar to Zombieland. It's oh, just, I love that movie. Yeah, it's just it reminds me of that. It's like kind of funny and crazy and there's gore and stuff and it's also like kind of tilted towards young adults i guess here's the uh the tag in a monster infested world joel learns his girlfriend is just 80 miles away to make the dangerous journey joel discovers his inner hero to be with the girl of his dreams it's basically like post-apocalyptic world there's now monsters on the earth and they're just like absolutely destroying humans and so like all humans are like living in bunkers underneath the ground trying to stay alive. Joel, you know, was in love with this uh, this girl named Amy before the apocalypse. So, you know, they got separated during the apocalypse and he's like figured out how to like turn on radios and be able to communicate with like other colonies. He's figured out that his, his girlfriend's 80 miles away. So he has to go up on land and try to walk, you know, for seven days and get to the other colony, which is very dangerous because there's a ton of monsters there. He's like kind of a big puss. Like he gets scared and he can't really fight. And everyone's like, you go up there, you're going to die immediately. He comes across some fun people. He befriends a dog named Boy, who is the star of the show or the movie. It's really fun. I really liked it. Love and Monsters. Go check it out. Cute. Okay. Yeah. All right, Brandy. If you're like me, you're always looking for the next great show to get obsessed with. One, because I love TV. And then two, I talk about it on the podcast with you, right? So when I heard that David E. Kelly, you know David E. Kelly, he made like at Ally McBeal and The Practice and Big Little Lies. He's got a new series coming to ABC, and I'm super pumped about this. Oh, my gosh. I've been seeing commercials for this new show while I've been watching Dancing with the Stars every Monday. If you guys haven't heard, it's called Big Sky, and it's one of those edge-of-your-seat thrill rides that's full of twists and turns you'll never see coming. When two sisters go missing under the wide-open skies of Montana— Private detectives Cassie and Cody team up with Cody's ex-wife Jenny to find them before it's too late. The girl's disappearance soon reveals an even deeper mystery, one that some will do anything to keep hidden. It just goes to show you that even the most beautiful places can hide the darkest secrets. Sounds right up my alley. You know I love Montana. I'm trying to move there. Listen, Big Sky features an incredible cast. Number one, Ryan Phillippe's on it. Love him. Also, Catherine Winnick. Kylie Bunbury and John Carroll Lynch. I can't freaking wait to watch this show. Yep, Big Sky premieres Tuesday, November 17th on ABC. You've got to watch it. I'm yeah. All right, guys, got to give a shout out to my favorite razor, Billy. I just recently did a whole Instagram story series about the products I keep in my shower. And I hope you guys saw my cute pink Billy razor sitting in my shower. I use it so much, even even though it's winter. I'm shaving my legs over here. Okay, now that my boyfriend lives here, I got to keep up with the personal hygiene. I'm all over it. It's the best razor out there. It gives you an extra smooth shave, no pink tax, no visit to the drugstore, no breaking the bank. You can go to mybilly.com and get a starter kit for just nine bucks. It's so affordable and includes their award-winning razor, two refill blades, and a cult favorite magnetic holder. They come in so many cute colors. They look great hanging in your shower. And honestly, Razors are so expensive if you go to the drugstore. I know that I used to spend so much money on razors and refill blades, and I have cut down so much by shopping at Billy. So for just 9 bucks, you can get your starter kit plus free shipping always. Go to mybilly.com slash YFT. It's spelled my and then B-I-L-L-I-E dot com slash YFT. Do it. Everybody needs a razor. I know. And if you think you don't, you're very wrong. And you're hairy. Go to mybilly.com slash YFT.
I'm realizing that YFTers probably think I'm starting to become like a little bit of like a conspiracy theorist, crazy person for when it comes to aliens. And like, you're right. You're not wrong. And But also like <laughs> we're living in the end of times. So it kind of makes sense. So I watched a documentary called Phenomenon, which basically lays out all the times in human history when people have like seen UFOs. And now because the government finally is accepting and agreeing and putting out the information that yes, there are UFOs. Now they call it call them a tip. Anyways, this movie is all this documentary is all about UFOs and aliens. This documentary examines unidentified astral phenomenon with testimony from high ranking government officials and NASA astronauts. Senator Harry Reid says it makes the incredible credible. It's just th them being like, yeah, here are all the things that happened, and it makes it very believable that there are definitely aliens, which I definitely believe, which means your brother needs to watch this because definitely happening. You think it'll sway him? I don't know, maybe. Here's the crazy thing. The one thing that I kind of took away, because it's a little slow in the beginning, but like at the end of it, you're just like, whoa, crazy. The common denominator between alien UFO sightings and our world is that they generally happen around military bases, which is why a lot of people are like, it's just like the United States Air Force testing out new shit. The other thing is it generally is happening around places where there are nuclear weapons. And not just in America, it's been happening in like Russia, like all these other places where there are nuclear missiles, like in bunkers and stuff. That's where you end up seeing a lot of alien UFO activity. It's a lot of like government officials who are like, yeah, we went outside, there was all these UFOs over all the nuclear bunkers and they sh were shining lights down into where the bunkers are. At one point, all the nuclear weapons went offline. Like they turned them off. And these are like government officials saying this stuff. You come to the conclusion of the aliens are like, what are these stupid evolved monkeys doing with nuclear weapons? We need to be able to turn these off. Like I, I think we've been so caught up in like aliens are going to take over the world that we never even thought that aliens are trying to save us from ourselves. Yeah, and that's, that's a good thought. And that's kind of the one thing. And then Sarah had a really good point. She was like, what if that's us? And I was like, what do you mean? What if aliens are just humans evolved and they're able to figure out a way to go back in time and they're trying to come Whoa. back and be like, yo. It's mind blowing. I know. Yeah. You guys should write a book about that or sell it to be a show or something. It's like a genius. Yeah. You like that one? Yeah. 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 Anyways, the phenomenon, it's interesting. Like if you're into aliens and stuff, just watch it because there's just a, there's a lot of really high intelligence officers and government officials and astronauts who are like, yeah, dude. And there's also like fighter pilots who are like, dude, we chased this thing forever. It's definitely not like an American plane. It's doing things that no one can do. It defies the laws of physics. So anyways check it out can we, can we just touch on dancing with the stars yeah let's do it you guys will see this after this new episode tonight airs so it'll be like a little dated but um i don't know i, I haven't really been watching caitlin got some really bad aggressively scores. unfair scores last I've been, week i've been watching okay you've been watching after you watch her dance back and then go watch somebody else's dance i got like a nine like nines across the board hers was as good as anyone else that got nines that night Especially considering like how much technical stuff that that Artem puts in her dances. I That's agree. All I'm say. I, so That's I, all I'm gonna say. I agree with that. I think the judges expect more from her because she is a good dancer. Yeah, you know. I just think that's a little unfair. But it's also a little unfair to go do that show if you're a good dancer already. You know, like. So is, is it? 
<laughs> I think so. I mean, I, I I think that that's the way their way of balancing the scales. It's like obviously they they have to expect more from Caitlyn because Caitlyn was a dancer before this show, but not professionally. That doesn't change anything. That she was still good. She was yeah. a dancer. Like that was her thing. Okay, and, whatever. And I just think is a little unfair. I agree. But Neve also was a dancer beforehand, and he mm -hmm. got all tens. Yeah, he's like a crowd fave. I'm telling you, I think Neve's going to win this thing. Who do you think is going to be top three? I think it's going to be Caitlyn, Neve, either AJ or Nelly. You think Nelly's going to make it to top three? I think it'll be Justina. I don't even know who Justina is. I didn't either, but she's on um, she's on a TV show called One Day at a Time. I think fans really love her. And she's somebody that like had zero dance experience, I think, coming into this. And she just like really kills it. I think Neve definitely... I know, man. Maybe top, uh, might take it. Because I had Neve on the Wells cast last week. And so if you are interested in learning more about Neve's backstory, which is crazy, by the way, he talks about. In that package, they showed it where he was like, my dad and I fell in love with this New York ballet company. And mm -hmm. the story's crazy of like how he got into being obsessed with the ballet company in New York and how Catfish started all intertwined. He made this film for PBS. Him and his brother made this film for PBS about this New York ballet company. Then he gets Catfish catfished by this little eight-year-old girl who says an artist and was obsessed with the movie that they made. Turns out she wasn't an eight-year-old girl. It was like this old woman. And that's how Catfish started. Like, it's like this weird comes full circle thing. Anyways, I know. I really think he might take it. Tough year for Caitlin, but them's the breaks, sister. Um, also, why are my DMs on Instagram like purple and blue and like different color? What's happening? Why? Oh, did you update your yeah. messaging? I didn't do that. Well, I don't it's like sometimes it's purple, sometimes blue. What does that mean? What does that signify? Does it, if it's purple, do they see it? Or if it's blue, do they see it? Or am I just having an acid flashback from college? What is happening? Instagram? I don't understand. Well, if we're going to talk about Instagram real quick. Oh, let's talk about Instagram real quick. Instagram is freaking hiding posts. I discovered this because, you know, I have the YFT Instagram account logged into our YFT Instagram account on my Instagram app, right? Yeah. I'm on the YFT Instagram account. I like to go peep my profile and see what my grid looks like, you know? Yeah. See its aesthetic. And I'm on my profile. My Halloween post doesn't show up when really? I'm on the YFT podcast Instagram. Okay, let me look. Huh. Yeah, Not it doesn't. So I was like, what the fuck? Wait, hold on. So then I log in to another account I have on my phone <laughs> that I never use. I made an Astron account when I first got her and then I never did anything with it. Yeah. But I'm logged in. So I was like, huh, I want to see if this is across the board here log into astra's account can't see it either do you think it was flagged because rye's dick might be flopping around well i just didn't know but my sisters post way more scandalous stuff than me and their stuff doesn't get taken down so i started to investigate and so i went and like i i don't even know how i found it but i clicked on something and found that if you click on like i think it maybe it was a hashtag if you click on a hashtag on any post right now this thing pops up and it says recent posts from all hashtags are temporarily hidden to help prevent the spread of possible false information and uh, harmful content related to the election. In what way is Tarzan and Jane sexy dead Tarzan related to the election? Why would they hide my post? I'm so upset. What did you hashtag, by the way? <laughs> okay, but it says that on my other post where all my hashtags are like totally PG. I hashtagged dead Tarzan and Jane and bloodbash2020 because that was my party hashtag. Yeah. Maybe take the hashtags off and see what happens. I did, and it's still gone. Annoying, dude. I'm devastated and annoyed. I would be, too. I don't know what, what shows up. It's so funny, like, what shows up on my Discover, and uh, I'm sure it's much different than, like, what, dis what shows up on your Discover. But for some reason, 
I get a huge amount of these daredevil guys that hang off the edge of buildings like one handed and then it, you just like get vertigo just fucking watching it or like these daredevil what? guys. You, you know what I'm talking about? Like these guys that like climb up to like the top of buildings no. and then like hang off. But you don't get this? Okay. No, I don't get this. I get this. And it's just a bunch of these fucking assholes who are just hanging by one arm and this, their buddy like filming and being like, whoa, look how far down it is. Or like a guy that's like on top of like this scaffolding with like 7,000 feet above the ground and they're running and they're like jumping from like one thing to another. And you're like, Jesus Christ, dude. First of all, this made my nuts go straight up into my body. I'm terrified now. I've got vertigo. I've peed a little bit. And I hate you guys. And I don't want anyone to die, but I want those guys to die because fuck you, dude. You are, why are you, in what world would you do this? Why would you do this? Life is precious. You know how hard it is to become a fucking human in this day and age? Like, of all the things that could happen, you could have been a fucking ant or a... You could have been nothing. And you got to be a human in this day and age, and what you decide to do is hang off the side of a building and videotape it? And then you scare me? Hate you? Fall. But Maybe don't it's fall. like an optical illusion no. where they're not real. No! This is like a I whole know. thing. It's these fucking crazy parkour people who are doing all this stuff on the top of buildings that you, I know you have seen this. And I know I have not seen this. Dude, there are wire tears everywhere that I've seen this. Anyways, those people, if you're listening, stop it. Just stop it. Stop it. Just stop what you're doing. It's dangerous. You're going to hurt yourself. When you do die, everyone's going to be like, well, yeah, of course. What did we all expect? Of course he's dead. He's been fucking running around on scaffolding 5,000 feet in the air. Get it together. This is old news, but have you seen Adele lately? Wait, she was on SNL. As the British would say, she's very fit now. What was she doing? You should be doing what she's doing. Oh, I know. I need, I need to get on the Adele phenomenal. diet. I know. I watched her SNL episode. That's why I brought it up. I mean, yeah. She kind of killed it. Did you watch that episode? I did. The Bachelor thing that they did was amazing. Loved it. Loved The Bachelor. Of course, The Bachelor was Ben something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. And there was a Hannah something. It yeah. was great. Can we talk about some of my favorite commercials right now? Sure. So I got to say, I don't know who decided that insurance companies have to have the best commercials, but it's true. For whatever reason, they're killing it. And I just love the Liberty Mutual insurance commercials, the Limu Emu commercials. Mm -hmm. So that's the one where it's a buddy cop drama set in like the 70s and there's a guy cop and then there's an emu who's also a cop. Yeah. So the reason why I like the Limu Emu commercials is this. Okay. I always like the idea of thinking about the birth of an idea or a bit or a joke, the conception of it, because mm -hmm. there was a marketing company that came up with this idea. And I like to think of the that moment and being in the room and experiencing it. So some guy was like, all right, Bill, what do you have for our newest Liberty Mutual commercial? And he's like, all right, here's my idea. Buddy cop drama, okay? One guy's a normal cop, but he looks like Starsky. It's like Starsky and Hutch, right? But instead of like Starsky and then Hutch, it's Starsky and then an emu. Where did you come up with the emu? Because Liberty Mutual, le mu kind of rhymes with emu and everyone's like okay and so here's the idea guys they're walking around in like the 70s trying to pitch insurance to people as a buddy cop drama and everyone in that room must have been like what the fuck are you talking about how did you what are you talking 
How did you get emu from Liberty Mutual? Well, you know, if you just short the words, and obviously it's great. Like, everyone must have been like, huh? This is the worst idea ever. And then there was some guy who was like, you know what? Bob's our number one ad guy. Let's let him fucking try it out. Guys, you know what? You miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Let him film it. Millions of dollars into this ad budget. Someone greenlit this buddy cop commercial with an emu. And it totally plays. And I love it. And I just love that about our world. Someone pitched it and was like, you know what? This is a good idea. Let's do it. <laughs> you can't go wrong with an animal in an ad. I know, but like going from Liberty Mutual to Limu Emu, there are so many steps you have to take. And then, so you went, so from, you went from Liberty Mutual to Limu, then Limu to Emu, then an Emu with Starsky from Starsky and Hutch driving around like an old Camaro pitching insurance people. Like it's just so fucking far removed from Liberty Mutual. Liber <laughs> liberty, 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 Liberty. What the fuck? But I love it. So anyways, right. I was in there watching me like, wow, someone fucking came to work one day and was like, I've got an idea. And everyone must have been like, Bob's on acid again. But then it got greenlit. So there you go. That's all I got. Bob's on, Bob's on acid again. Bob's tripping out again, guys. Bob's That's probably what it takes to come up with a good creative idea for advertising, honestly. Bob's talking about emus again, guys. <laughs> Someone call his wife. We're concerned about him. Oh, I have a random thing. I had a lot of people message me and ask me to talk about this on YFT. Okay. Um, so I have a new fave thing. Got it. Do it. My bell's broken. There we go. Have you seen the infrared sauna blankets? No. Oh, my gosh. If you're a sauna person, like if you're one of those people that pays a bunch of money to go to like the sweat float places where you sit in an infrared sauna, you know, for an hour or whatever. That's me. Okay, great. You need one of these because those places are expensive and, and I get it. Like, especially in the winter, like it feels real nice to sit in something toasty. The sauna blanket is like not, I mean, it's expensive, but like in the perspective of if you pay to go to one of those places all the time, it's really not. My mom has one. And for some reason she has right, sent it here. I laid in it yesterday to detox the alcohol from my body from Halloween. It is everything. You just start sweating and you just sweat out all the toxins and all the things. I think it makes you lose weight. Wells, maybe you should put it into your regimen and you just like Velcro yourself in there, turn her up. And I laid there and I watched Rebecca on Netflix and uh, I put a sheet mask on my face to help cool me down because my body was so hot. It's really nice. I'm a big fan. For my birthday, Sarah got me the infrared sauna from the garage and I sit in that thing every day. Oh, so you have an actual sauna. Yeah, but it's infrared. Yeah, like a wood thing that you sit in. Yes. Well, if you ain't that rich, get yourself a sauna blanket. <laughs> okay. I'm telling you guys, it is everything. <laughs> I actually enjoy it more than sitting in the sauna, like especially like, even if you have one at home, like, but especially like having to go somewhere and sit in the sauna. This is so much better. You get to lay down and you get to watch TV. It's yeah. great. I saw that Bright Eyes, a.k.a. Connor Oberst, and Phoebe Bridgers have a new track out. Oh. I like both of them. This is called Miracle of Life. Lay down on the hard, cold ground Crying such a soothing sound Get cured with the cold pain Girl, you're in America now Woke up in the morning in a cousin's bed Something don't look right, septic infected in red 
water over sounds like this all the time. Yeah, that's his thing. It is. It's a good thing. If you watched that Adele episode of SNL, then you heard this. Um, it's by Her. It's called Hold On. The band Her or Adele? No, the artist Her. Okay. It's a, it's a girl. She's so badass. Yeah, I know. I know. She's like the coolest looking chick. I know. Just Especially confused. when she plays her guitar and say, like, gosh, she's just so talented. She's playing, like, lead licks and, like, singing insane runs at the same time. Yeah, like Brittany Howard from Alabama Shake. She's fucking just amazing. Mind-blowing. As Miley would say, is that on your fucking playlist? It's actually about not being with somebody. Saying it was it was R and B and like, you know, you know. Yeah, yeah, you know me. I like the R and B. I don't know if you saw this, but like Jack Black and Tenacious D were doing a Rocky Horror Picture Show. I did not see that. If you were to redo Rocky Horror Picture Show, I definitely think you need to have Jack Black either playing the meatloaf character or just I don't I don't know. So, somehow he needs to be in it because this is just so good doing Time Warp. I know now it's like we've moved past Halloween now gone into Thanksgiving and Christmas, but Madness. I want to hold on to a little bit of Halloween. But listen closely. Not for very much longer. Jack Black is a genius. I've got to. All right, Brandy. Keep control. Talk to you next week. Next week, we'll have a lot of Bachelor stuff for you. Uh, everyone be safe out there. Hopefully by next week we'll know who the president is. I don't know. Hopefully. I don't know. I'm not holding my breath. Yeah, I don't know. Let's just do the time warp again and get the fuck out of here. It's just a jump to the left. Put your hands on your hips. It's the pelvic thrust that really gets him insane. This podcast has been brought to you by Podcast Nation.